Hi, I'm Jackson. I'm Lauren. And this is Who It Up? The Mass Singer and Dancer Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to Wid at the Mass Singer Podcast. Season seven, season seven, season seven, episode one premiere, premiere, Let's season go. seven, episode one premiere. We are back, everybody. You got Jackson here and Lauren, and we are here talking about, like I chanted earlier, <laughs> Mass Singer season seven, episode one. This was a wild premiere episode. Absolutely ridiculous. There were a lot of things that happened. There was a massive upset. I I would argue massive upset. I agree. I would agree. Can we agree on massive upset? We have so much to talk about. Uh, there's a bit of a new format. There's there's a lot of people. Lauren almost clutched a guess. Yeah. Super hard. I think I have a guess that I can clutch super hard, and we're going to get into all that. Uh, Before we do, though, a brief bit of housekeeping, shall we? Uh, so number one, we talk about, so first off, uh, if you're new here, welcome. Hi. Uh, you're now welcome listening to, to the best mass singer podcast on the airwaves. Don't listen to any others. So that, <laughs> that will always remain true. That's true. Uh, while we're technically not the official mass singer podcast, we're the official mass singer podcast in the eyes of the Lord. So, uh, <laughs> in our hearts, <laughs> take that bow wow. Um, but yeah, we have fun here. Basically we will, uh, recap the mass singer episodes, uh, uh, the Friday, our episodes typically come out the Friday after it comes out. Lauren and I are two young 20-somethings with uh, not access to cable, so we watch it on Hulu the day after. So uh, we'll be dropping our episodes on Friday. And a nice little segue into our social media. Follow us on Twitter and uh, Instagram at WhoIsThatPod. We started this season live-tweeting our episodes as we watch them. So it won't really be spoiled for you because you'll probably have already seen the episode. If you want to wait and watch it with us, we're on Hulu time, so there will be commercials. So just judge for that. But uh, yeah, we did it 8 p.m. Uh, and that might be a continuation on Thursdays unless we we start to have other things. So follow yeah. us on there. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Um, uh, the link to that will be in our description. Uh, we just finished. If you uh, subscribe to our Patreon, you will be able to get uh, the Mass Singer UK. We did season one. We recapped all of it. Uh, so whether you're from the UK or you just have interest in listening to us talk about other versions of the Mass Singer, all that is on there. We still have to do our episodes of our top ten performances we that do. weren't on the Mass Singer's top ten. We just moved. We'll get to that. We did just move. So cut us some slack, people. Come on. Lauren isn't talking because she's busy looking up clues, I presume. Uh, Yes, sorry. (laughs) I don't want you to think it's just me talking this whole time, because you'd probably hate that. (laughs) They said, turn it off. (laughs) People have already turned it off, I imagine, (laughs) at this point. Uh, I'm going to really quickly check for any new reviews. But while I do that, Lauren, uh, give us your your overall thoughts on this uh, uh, preview of our opening episode, I guess. Yeah, well, so if you didn't listen to our sneak peek episode that came out a few days ago, first True. of all, shame on you. Second of all, um, we talked shame. about how this season is a theme season. It's the good, the bad, and the cuddly. It's teams. Yep. yep. Which is pretty cool. Now, I was, you know, we didn't really know going into this how it was going to be structured, right? Yep. yep. So it ended up being um, they had one person each from the good, the bad, and the cuddly, and then they had another good, bad, but not cuddly. So it makes me think... Like, there were definitely some delays, some weirdness happening. Yeah. 
so maybe they run out of time for the sixth person, but it's it seems well, weird if it's a team thing that they would have one team that didn't compete a second time. I have a feeling they're doing that just because of their numbers, because they have 15 total. So if oh. they did six, six, that would be so 12. So next time, cut it will go twice out. or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think each group is going to get a time where they only have one going. That's I fair. would assume. That's fair. Uh, so yeah, I thought about that too, but yeah, weird. Um, but at least it'll mix it up a little bit as yeah. opposed to, you know, yeah, all the groups happening. Yeah. Or all the groups, you know, being confined to the competitors in your group is what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Like we said earlier, this was a wild episode and we're going to get into all of that. Yeah. Uh, One thing that I liked, uh, it had like a Western theme, including Nick's outfit. Nick Cannon. Including Nick Cannon's outfit. Now, if you do follow us on Twitter, my, I did spoil my own Nick Cannon outfit rating, but. It's okay. Because uh, mine was pretty similar to yours, I would say. (laughs) Uh, So if you're new here. We do this every episode, our Nick Cannon Outfit Rating of the Week, where we just judge Nick Cannon's outfit. Yeah. Uh, we're typically They're pretty easy on They're usually pretty the wild. Ah, me not so much. You're pretty easy yeah, on the guy. Yeah, but even, even your easy is like a like a seven, you know? Like, uh, I don't even think my, we've ever... If it's, if it's pretty... I think the lowest I've given him is like a four. I don't even remember that, so you remember more than me. I think the lowest I've given him is probably a seven, because I'm... I think that's again, true. We, we go easy on the lad. <laughs> But we didn't have to this week. No, we did I'll say not. That. Would you like to describe what Nick was wearing? Like? All right. So Nick, when he first came out, now I didn't get, it was pretty quick. I didn't see if he was wearing a cape, but I think he was. Yes, he was. Um, and he had a cowboy hat on. Or it might not have been a cape. It might have been a jacket. That's true. It might have been a jacket. A duster yeah. of sorts. I, th- I think that's right. I think he was wearing like a long coat. It was a yeah. long coat. Yeah, long coat. Is that what a duster Again, is? Again, very Western style. Yeah. Um, he had, I believe it was a black cowboy hat with like a red brim under it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it, I would call that a duster. Okay. What okay. he was wearing, maybe. Um, <laughs> and then underneath he had a like kind of dark red, kind of shiny vest and matching pants, big silver chain, silver yep. like brooch, and then a black button up shirt underneath yep. and sparkly black loafers. Yep. So what'd you give it, Lauren? Jackson, I gave this outfit a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I think you have Keep to. Keep up the good work, Nick. It was on theme. It was, it was theme. dapper. Even when he yep. took the coat and the hat off, he still looked great. Yep. It's And it was like, it also had kind of like ringmaster type vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who we Which did not see tonight. We did not see ringmaster tonight. But, um, it, you know, it, it sort of had very good, like not just Western on theme, but also kind of hosting vibes. Yeah. It, it was campy. I liked it. It was great. I did too. I loved it. I'll say. Um, it was 10 out of 10 for me as well. I, I think you would be hard pressed to not give this one a 10 out of 10. Uh, just because like you said, the theme is huge for me. I love a good theme. Oh, yeah. And Nick leaned into that. Theme. And just like the color choice, the he little drove accessories. Into that yeah. Uh-huh. Chef it was kiss. chef's kiss for Nick's outfit. Starting off strong. However, that's high expectations for this season. Oh yeah. That's oh, very yeah. high expectations. However, I will say even Robin Thicke didn't look that bad tonight. <laughs> they did roast him, but he didn't look that bad. They did. They did roast him, uh, rightfully so. But yeah, everybody may have stepped up their outfit game this season. So yeah. Nick, you better you better keep us entertained. I didn't notice oh, what Jenny was wearing, so that's a good sign. <laughs> it was a blue something, I think. Okay. I think it was just like a blue sparkly dress, perhaps. Okay. Mayhaps. But not only was the outfit game stepped up. The contested game was strong tonight. Yeah. Do you have any overall notes, any more overall notes before we go into specific? All I was about to say is, yeah, all, all the contestants, like the bar is raised overall, the, yeah, you know, yeah. like the worst person was still good. Yeah, I agree. And so uh, let's let's dive into those performances, starting off with our first performance of the evening. Team Cuddly starting us off, thingamabob. Now, before we even talk about the performance... 
thingamabob and team cuddly you see you yeah thingamabob that's stand for you bad i think i think so too because it looks like it's just like the outfit itself is not cuddly it's just the head yeah it's it, all sequins it looks like a gremlin but like the the bad gremlin not the yeah. mogwai the, yeah. the gremlin when they turn bad yeah and so it, it didn't feel cuddly like it was fuzzy does not look like Gizmo. But there are a lot. No, no Gizmo here. Gizmo, no Gizmo. Gizmo gone bad. <laughs> Gizmo gone bad. Gizmo gone gremlin is what <laughs> the thing of a Bob looks like. Yep. But you know, we're we're picking hair. We're splitting hairs here. We're we're. If the whole outfit teeth. was fuzzy, no. if maybe the ears weren't quite so pointy. The ears were very pointy. Absolutely, the, the ears cuddle. were huge, and it's the teeth too. I think it's just the That's open true. mouth and the teeth. Yeah, and like the color too, you know, that lime green. It yeah. just looks like Team Bad to me. It, it it gave me very Team Bad vibes, but... Come to our side, Thingamabob. It's Team Cuddly, Lauren. And you know what, Lauren? After Thingamabob's performance... I was like... <laughs> might have swayed me a bit. Team Cuddly's looking pretty good. Pretty appetizing. <laughs> Even though we only saw one person from pretty Team Cuddly. Pretty appealing, and that's all I need to see. Anyway, so so uh, Thingamabob saying Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. Talk <sighs> about this performance, Lauren. What'd you think? It was so good. It was so good. It this was the person best performance is, of the night. Absolutely. This person is clearly a singer. The, I, I think they have to be. They have to be. Because before we dive into if the it's clues, not If it's not someone who was known for singing, it's someone who like pursued singing and probably took lessons or was in yeah. a small band like a garage band or something at one point yeah this person thought about pursuing music for a minute yeah so judging based off of the clues and, and based off of just their sheer size you would think that this was either a football or a basketball player probably um you know it just their voice however Really leads you to believe that they have to be a singer. Yeah. I just can't imagine that voice. I don't think it could be a Victor Oladipo thingamajig no, situation. No, Because not thingamajig only- Thingamajig was great, but he did definitely still still sound untrained. Yeah. Like, there were definitely moments where you could be like, okay, not a singer. Still yeah. sounded amazing. One of my favorite contestants all time. Yeah. But not a trained singer. Thingamabob has to be a trained singer. And, you know, and I know you talked about this too, Thingamabob just had so much stage presence. Yeah. Like, this is not someone who has never sung on stage before. Yeah. Like, this is more than just doing karaoke. This is someone who, you know, does concerts. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So, uh, yeah. And and uh, uh, you might have just said this because I was, I was thinking about the clues. Did you talk about their stage presence? Yes. Okay. That's what you just said. Yep. <laughs> um, and like I said, this is a big boy. Yeah. Standing next to Nick Cannon, their shoulders were like almost at the top of his head. Yeah. And Insane. they just, they seem like, broad, which Maybe like, they could have a little bit of lift, some padding, sure, stuff sure, like that. But that can sure. only do so much. This yeah. is a tall person. It definitely, it, it, it's definitely a tall, a large human being. Uh, and let's talk about their clue commercials. So this week uh, they did uh, clue commercials for the clue packages, which essentially each person had like a different product that they were selling. Um, and, uh, let's talk about thingamabobs, which was a fun thing. I, I liked what they did here because I, I like a theme as you know. Yes. Right. Okay. So some clues. So, um, first of all, he's doing a little dancing at the beginning, which is fun. Um, he said he was taken from his natural habitat. First of all, this whole thing ran like an, uh, ASPCA commercial. Yeah. Um, he was taken from his natural habitat. We saw a Christmas ornament that said Hotel California. Um, we saw... Bulldog come in in you know Nick Cannon's old bulldog costume yeah, yeah. um from last season season before something like that season before I think Two season seasons five ago. yeah five season five anyway yeah. um he had a net and a tackle box um a box that said tackle box yeah um 
And then basically it was like, save the thingamabob. He said, you can donate, you know, a couple quarters a day. Um, They dropped, it looks like a gold coin into a jar with either three or four dollar bills. Couldn't tell 100%. Um, And that jar had a bell on it. Yes, it did. Um, Some would say the Liberty Bell. Oh, and then um, also he said, music transformed me and my voice is my biggest clue. Yes. Or the biggest clue. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I am very torn. You know, I did have another thought when you're done with yours. No, you go ahead, because I'm I'm actually looking something up real quick. Okay, this would be a wild guess if this was true. I like a wild guess. Actually, no, you know what? This is too wild. This is too wild. I forgot that he was the one that literally had a picture of The Rock in his first thing, and I was going to say The Rock. Ah, yeah. Well, because, you know, voice is his biggest clue. Yeah, I could see that, you know. And I thought about, oh, Bulldog, his whole thing is like a bull. He has bull tattoo. You know, he has yeah. the bull, like, bull. Under Armour thing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, no way. No way. No way they would show a picture of him? Yeah, How like, that's bold. Would that, be? that would be a new level. That is a good point. Game. I'm trying to think of, like, The Rock. And then, what, what was that clue again? The, um... Uh, enjoy the ride, but don't run out of gas. I mean, that was like a Fast and Furious thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I assumed because it had the bull and that, or the rock and then that quote. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> so so th- there are a couple things that came to my mind. Uh, so number one, once again, just I, I just had to look up big singers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like tall people who are singers. And someone who came up for me, whose voice doesn't really match i don't think but they could be trying to put on a voice because otherwise their voice would be pretty recognizable is someone like a blake shelton uh blake shelton's like six four six five he's a tall dude a big dude and there was he said grew up with rock music it transforms him wants his voice to be his biggest clue uh blake shelton famously a uh judge on the voice on the voice all the eagle stuff, I have no idea what it could be. Because there are at least three, potentially three clues that are references to eagles. Number one, Hotel California, an eagle song. Uh, number two is the eagle literally flying across the screen. Number three is the bell on the tip jar or the donation jar, which could be a reference to the Liberty Bell, Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles. It, it, all that being said, I don't, I don't know what Eagles football player it could potentially be. You know, the only person that I could really think of would be maybe Randall Cunningham, who was a a famous quarterback for them. But even then it's like, you know, this is a, this is a trained singer. It had, I just can't imagine it's not. Yeah. You know, do you have any other thoughts, Lauren? So waiting in the water completely. I'm going to be so honest with you. I don't remember how I got to this person. Okay. But I looked up Ernie Hudson for some reason. Ernie Hudson. Okay. And he was in The Crow, which I thought maybe he's a big guy. Ernie Hudson's he a big boy. He is 76. So I don't I don't think this is a 76-year-old man. I mean, he still looks good. But he good. still looks really good, you know? But this person was, like, comfortable on stage, like, moved well. Yeah. This person moved well. Yeah, so I don't, I, I really, I'm kind of lost in this one, to be completely honest. I'm lost too, and I feel like I should know the voice. Yeah. I really do feel like I should know the voice. I agree. But, it, I mean, it's also possible, like Lauren said, it could be someone with lifts, it could be someone with padding to make them look bigger than they are. And I think they definitely probably do have some padding, but yeah. I think they still have to, you know, that you still have to be a certain size underneath all that. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, I don't know, I think this might be one that's going to hit me late. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Okay. 
All right. Shall we move on? Best performance of the night, by the way. Best performance. I think of the this, night, I think Thinking sure. Bob could be my favorite contestant of the season. Yeah. Well, I considering really that you know my like favorite costume got out already. Hey. I'm. I'm not saying. Fair. Then we're gonna skip the next person who went and gonna go for the, the third person yeah. who went. So team, uh, team Bad's first representative this evening was Cyclops, the largest costume ever to be on the Mass Singer. That's true. However, uh, judging by the the costume and just where the head seemed to be and where the shoulders seemed to be, may not be the largest person we've had on the Mass. Right. Singer. They're still definitely tall, but not like insane. Not like Thingamabob stature. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, like so, probably about even with Nick Cannon height yeah, wise. Yeah, I agree. Um, so uh, Cyclops sang "My Sacrifice" by Creed. Uh, what'd you think of this performance, Lauren? I thought it was fine. Again, the bar is higher this season so far. Yeah, but the worst performance of the night. I think you're probably right on that. This was a park and bark for Cyclops. Yeah, didn't move. I think Cyclops is going to be hurt by the fact that they can't move well. I think that, and I, I wonder, because we don't know who this is, obviously, but, you know, I wonder, there's no way they can move well in that costume. That's, what, is that's what I'm saying. Like, I, they're not going to be able to dance, even if they even if they in real life can. Yeah. So, I, I think that might hurt them in the long run. Um, their voice was fine. Like, their voice was not bad. Yeah. Uh, not great. Uh, they had some cool lightning in the background. Um, but it was pretty, pretty much just him. Just him parking, barking, barking singing. Barking. Which, you know, because this is someone who doesn't have the best voice, this costume might hurt him even more because if he can't move, he just has to rely on his voice. And, yeah. You know, once again, it's fine. It's not bad. It's fine. Um, but Cyclops is still with us despite having what we both thought was the worst performance of the night. Yep. So, oh well. Tells you, tells you a little bit about the mass Singer. <laughs> it's all politics, baby. Yeah. Anyways, well, someone right. someone could be politics. So that here's we our talk about next week. Here's our Mad TV after. clue clue commercial. Bad TV, I believe. Bad. That's that what I said, isn't it? Did I, I, I say said, Mad TV? I think you said Mad TV. Whoops, Bad TV. A reference to the actual Mad yeah. TV. <laughs> okay, so in this clue package, it was kind of a monster under the bed situation. Yeah. Some of the stuff we saw in the room, we saw a teddy bear. Uh, we saw a man in black sleeping. We saw a basketball on a shelf. We saw a compass that was prominently featured. Looks like uh-huh. pointing to southeast. Um, there was a picture of a turtle with a cowboy hat. Um, Howdy doody. And he was doing a commercial for Cyclops Drops. Side Drops. Side Drops. That's Cy it. Side Drops. Eye Drops. Uh, packaging was four ounces. Um, and yeah, it made his his red eye go yep. away. Uh-huh. Um, he always talked about how he identified more with the monsters than the heroes. That was why he chose the Cyclops. Yeah. And I think that's about it. Did you say the comic book? There was a comic book. True, there was a comic book. Beware Cyclops issue one. Yes, Beware Cyclops issue one. Yeah, a lot of numbers we have with Cyclops. A lot of numbers, because we also had that map with him, too, that had the 200 and the four. Correct. So four is- in the southeast. Four is recurring. Four is recurring. Four is recurring. Mm. <laughs> Lawrence, Lawrence looking something up. Uh, Lauren has a, a pretty solid guess for this one, I think. Um, and I don't have a great guess for it, but she's looking something else up. So I'm going to keep talking. Yeah, for a you go for just it. Just to keep everyone entertained. Um, Southeast, you know, uh, also with the cowboy hat, this could be something, someone with like southern roots, uh, country roots, perhaps. Um, th- this wasn't the person. This was the person who had the map. Okay. Not the North Carolina thing. So Correct. that doesn't help. Um, I was thinking Southeast. Um, maybe someone, uh, an Alabaman, 
Uh, Cam Newton. <laughs> no, it's obviously not Cam Newton. <laughs> you gotta help me here, Lauren. I'm drowning. <laughs> uh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm okay. I was drowning. trying to see if I can connect the four to my guess, who is John Goodman. Famous actor. Academy Award winning actor, I believe. I believe. At least nominated. He also, he, uh, that's what I need to look up. I looked up number of Emmy nominations and couldn't find anything, but look up his Oscar nominations. I will Maybe do that. he has four. I will be your lackey. Okay. Uh, so John Goodman. So some stuff I found about him. I was just looking up John Goodman this, John Goodman that. Okay. So <laughs> John Goodman bear. There was a teddy bear at the beginning. Um, and he played Baloo in The Jungle Book 2. Okay. Came out in 2003. I buy it. Um, the red eye that he's treating with these side drops, I think it's because he's most well-known and got famous for his role on Rose Anne. Rose yeah. Red. He has Anne. never been nominated for an Oscar. Really? That shocks me. I mean, I feel like he's mostly done TV, though. You know? I guess. Like, most yeah. of his big he's roles in... that he's known for is TV. But he has a, a bunch of Emmy nominations. Yeah, he has 11 Emmy nominations. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, um, there was a turtle in a cowboy hat. Now, I don't know if there's a more specific, there's probably a pun or some kind of wordplay involved in the slow cowboy. I don't know, like cowboy turtle, cowboy tortoise, who knows? But he did play Vern the turtle in, I believe, Over the Hedge. Over the Hedge. Yeah. Over the Hedge. Classic film. Yeah. Vern the turtle. (laughs) John Goodman played Vern the turtle. And then I looked up John Goodman Western. He was in the Jack Bull, a 90s Western style movie. He was in it. There you go. Um, <laughs> couldn't really find anything with him for the basketball, but again, it was not prominently featured. It was yeah. just kind of in the background on a shelf. Yeah. Um, and I'm not 100% sure what the compass would be either. Um, and then, the, oh, I forgot. There was also a rocket in there. And he, um, even though it didn't do well, he was semi-recently in 2019 in a sci-fi movie called Captive State that is getting a sequel. Okay. Yeah. So Rocket yeah. Alien, it's like an alien movie. Sure, sure, sure. So he was also in uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, which is that's true. Which is an alien movie. There you go. Kind of. I wish they would have cut out the last ten minutes of that movie because uh, yeah. it would have been better. Do you see it? Uh, no. Okay. I haven't seen any of those. Anyways. Um. Also, he's six two, so he's like the right height for this. Yeah, I think he could be. I think that's a good guess. I think vibe wise, and he's uh, like a big guy and like. But tired of being guy. cast as the villain. That's where I get hung up. It could just be a. It could just be a but throwing us off. But he does play a villain though a lot. He does. He plays a villain in Community. Yeah, He's that's what great. I was thinking of. Like the minute they do an air conditioning thing yeah. in the clue package, like, they show a vent. It's John. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, it's John. 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 <laughs> uh, all right. Anyways, so that was Cyclops. That's all I got. I I'm gonna need to see another performance, another yeah. clue package from Cyclops. Yeah. Uh, some of you might know it off the top and are screaming at your phones right now. But hey, that's how we do. That's Sorry. how we do. That's how we do. We're not Joey whatever. <laughs> and we'll never be him. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. <laughs> we, we, I refuse to even remember his name. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we, we, we provide different things. We're more, That's true. We're more we just commentary Joey fun. something. <laughs> Lauren doesn't, apparently. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. anyways, um, for our good times to continue, let's talk about our uh, another contestant from Team Good, Firefly. I like to make myself believe. Now we have a little drama. Not not drama. I don't want to say like it was manufactured. It wasn't like salacious. It was just yeah. So uh, Firefly starts singing "Ain't Nobody" by Shaka Khan, and it sounds great. And it sounds fantastic. Then they falter a bit. They start coughing. They start coughing. <laughs> then they say, "Someone, someone, get a medic! Everybody, get a medic!" 
Get a medic for her. Yeah. The whole panel's screaming, get a medic. The only one who gets up is Ken. Probably Ken. because he's a producer. Ken goes, yeah. Ken says, oh, God. <laughs> he said, oh, Don't no. you die on this stage. <laughs> we'll never have another season of The Mass Singer ever again. Anyways, so Firefly had to stop their He's also a doctor. I guess there's that, too. That's a good okay. point. Yeah, how dare you. All right. <laughs> Always about the money with you, Lauren. <laughs> Anyways, so Firefly had to be helped off stage uh, and uh, had to stop their performance for the time being. Yeah. And then we moved on to our next performance. But I think while we're on Firefly, we yeah, let's just talk. do Fireflies. And then Firefly toughed it out and came Maximum back. Maximum resilience. Yeah, to finish off their performance of "Ain't Nobody" by Shaka Khan. And what'd you think of it, Lauren? It was fabulous. I think you could definitely tell because it didn't sound quite as clear and strong as it did when she first came out. Yeah, and you know, I think that's definitely understandable. I mean, she had like a coughing fit. You know what I mean? Yeah. She had a, a medical issue, and she still came out and sang, which I think is awesome and because of all the theater clues that we're going to talk about i think that that shows a certain level of the show must go on this yeah for sure from her yeah um when you gotta perform eight nights a week eight shows a week exactly which will definitely lead into my guess for firefly yeah um, um yeah I, i'd love to talk briefly about firefly go for it uh, awesome uh second best performance she of the night great yeah uh, one that I could easily see going on to the uh, to the finale. For sure. And additionally, I think we'll see some movement out of Firefly. We didn't get a ton tonight. She has a lot of legs. Yeah, she lo- eight. It's crazy. <laughs> Don't know how they did that. I'm kidding. <laughs> Fireflies only have six yeah, legs. Yeah, I know, Lauren. And okay. this Firefly only has two. <laughs> but we're making jokes. Um... Uh, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I'm really excited to see what Firefly continues to do. Oh, yeah. Because they're clearly going to be a very strong performer. I hope they don't keep these groups because I don't want to have to choose between uh, Thingamabob and Firefly. I-, I won't do it. I just won't do it. But, yeah, very strong. I liked the light-up tail. Yeah. I hate the face. <laughs> I no, it's just, atrocious. I despise atrocious. the face on that costume. I literally, if you follow us on Twitter... You know, I was thinking right before she had to go off stage, um, the first time she started her performance, I was like, man, we're going to have to look at this costume for a while because she is so good. Yeah. And we will. We still will. And we will. Once again, just don't show the face. I'll suck it up. Please don't show the face. (laughs) All right. Shall we talk about Firefly's Clue Marshall? Clues. For On the Fly which was the product. Yes. Okay, so she said it's not easy to keep me glowing. Uh, we saw her backstage. We saw, like, costume racks, all that yeah. good stuff, makeup mirrors. Um, so we saw a playbill. I mean, it was it was supposed to look like a playbill. Um, but yeah. it was pink on the top. It had the Apollo Theater, which is a theater in London. Yes. Um, there was a picture of Tyler Perry. Um, there was a man in black with had, like, a pirate eye patch on. Yeah. And then there was, like, a space bunny. But I think that was supposed to be talking about, like, the different... Uh, you know, teams and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think that's uh, a thing. But yeah, uh, there was New York stuff. Um, we saw her on a stage with like a stand-up looking mic or just like an independent mic. Could be even like a lounge singer. Could be my, my person played Aretha Franklin now that I think about it. There you go. Um, and there was a gold Statue of Liberty, like a mini Statue of Liberty sitting on the stool. I think that was bronze, perhaps. Sorry? I think it was bronze, perhaps. Oh, that's true. It might have been brought. That, that makes sense. The actual, yeah, pre green, pre oxidation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that is about it. I didn't. Yeah. Did we get a bonus clue from her? Like when she was on stage? I don't remember um, seeing one. I don't think she did. I think she was. She probably a, left. Tough yeah. spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna go ahead and get mine out of the way if you don't mind, because mine's for much it. less intense as yours. And I, I did think of Lauren's for a second, but Lauren put the work in, so I'm gonna let. 
her talk about hers. Uh, my first thought, like Ken, was Alicia Keys. There were just so many New York references. I think the voice could match up too. Yeah. You know, I think it's definitely within the realm of possibility. I think we're going to have to see more though because like it was, it's so heavily leaned into that that I almost wouldn't expect it to be that. And I don't think they would have done that guess like, yeah, right off the top. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think Alicia Keys is a good starter guess. Yeah. Get, get, the, get the wheels turning. Yeah. The grease is geared. The, the gear is greased. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Lauren. So my guess off the top I think is Cynthia Erivo. Okay. Who is, she's like famous Broadway actor, but now, you know, she, um, Becoming she is, is much more mainstream. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's about to be Elphaba in the film adaptation of Wicked. Yeah. She was, you know, semi-famously recently the like only Oscar nominated, I think possibly like black person in general, but definitely black woman, um, in, the 2020 Oscars, maybe 2019 uh, for Harriet. 2019 for Harriet. Yeah, for Harriet. Yeah. Um, and that was the only Tyler Perry connection I could find with her is that he had like done interviews and talked about that. Um, just talked about the like Oscar so white thing. Um, so I, but I don't know if there is a bigger connection. I couldn't really find anything between yeah. the two of them. But yeah. other things with Cynthia Revo. So obviously, there's all this stuff that's like theater, you know, specifically London. She is from South London. Um, South London. And her costume has a lot of purple in it. She sort of like her big rise to fame was because she played Celia in the color purple. Um, I believe on the West End and then transferred to Broadway, but definitely on Broadway, won a Tony for it. And yeah. that was the year that Hamilton won like everything. So this was like yeah. the only Tony that got taken away from Hamilton. Yeah, true. You know? <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, other stuff with Cynthia Revo. We saw that crown with the three rubies on it. Yeah. We figured three huge achievements. She is an Oscar away from an EGOT. She has a daytime Emmy. She has a Grammy for um, the Color Purple cast recording and a Tony for the Color Purple. Mm-hmm. Color Purple. I can't talk. Yeah. Um. So I think Cynthia Revo is a good guess. I didn't 100% sound like Cynthia Revo this time around. But A, you know, it's not a musical theater style, which is what we've mostly heard her do. And yeah. B, she had just you know, had like a, a medical thing. Yeah. So I think there's, it's definitely in the realm of possibility. My only hesitation okay. is that Cynthia Revo is five feet tall. Is she she's, really? She's very short. I don't remember really seeing her height next to, how tall was she next to Nick? If I remember correctly, she wasn't as tall as Nick, but she was like, she seemed even in heels like someone who was probably like five six five seven. Yeah, okay. that's that. But she does you know, have the antennas too. But I don't know. That's true. I'll, I'll have to look again. But just something to keep in mind as we move forward. That is something that to keep in she mind. She is yeah. five feet tall. Okay. Okay. So, so maybe not. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but Alicia Keys five six. Hey. Just throwing it out there once again. Did not put nearly as much work into that. It was literally oh that might be Alicia Keys. Yeah. Idiot me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's Firefly. Want to move on? Let's move on. To Let's move Ram. on to Ram. Uh, representing Team Bad, we had a Ram who sang "I Want You to Want Me" by Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick. Yep. Uh, what'd you think, Lauren? I thought this was a good performance. I thought it was fun. I definitely didn't think it was like show-stopping. Yeah. Um, I would say this was probably my second to least favorite. Mm-hmm. I think Ram's going to have to get by on their energy and vibe like as charisma. opposed to their talent. Yeah. I agree. Because I think they have a lot of energy. I think they have a lot of yeah. charisma. I think their character is fun. And so... Uh, they might have to bust out a little dancing. They might have to... Might have to bust out a little bit of dance. So, 
yeah, th- that's all I really have to say about their performance. Uh, I'm excited to see them perform again. Yeah, they had some cool uh, people in the background. They had they um, some Ionic style columns. Yeah. With the ram head, that nice. horn, that makes sense. Now, this person is the one who I'm excited to talk about who I think it is. Oh, go for it. Well, uh, I don't well, really have a guess because I did like kind of contribute a little bit. I fed into yours a little sure. bit. You go ahead and uh, talk about the clues, oh, and sure, then I'll sure, talk sure. about how I think those clues apply to this person. All right. Him. <laughs> Um, so first of all, we saw a Hamlet X Macbeth thing right off the top. Um, we saw a, not a broken mirror, but sort of like a shard looking mirror at a vanity. You know, you couldn't really see your reflection in it. Um, we saw some bamboo. With antlers on top. Yes, with antlers on top. Um, there were, there were some bottles on it. There was kind of a green sort of elixir, like glass bottle. Yeah. Um, that I saw, um, Oh, he talked about his presentation being on point because he was doing ramscaping. It was like a trimmer. Yes. Um, let me see. He said he learned everything about ramscaping from Papa Ram. Um, he put a coin in the quarter return piggy bank. Yep. Um, there was a horse um, as he was talking about. Oh, what was he talking about when I, he did the horse? Wasn't that right after he was, he was talking about, his about dad? the Broncos? It, it must have been. Yeah. Yeah. His dad talking about the Broncos. And then he said, don't be a sheep. Um, and he's used to telling stories under these lights. Um, you said that there was bamboo. Yeah, there was a bamboo, like, pot. A bam- pot of bamboo. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, as some of you may know, some of you may not, uh, I am a big Carolina Panthers fan. Ah, uh, yes. When I first <laughs> saw some of these clues, I was like, huh, Interesting. Interesting, interesting. I heard the person sing, and I was like, okay, interesting. This could match up, maybe, with what I'm thinking. Then I saw their height, because height-wise, they look roughly to be about the same size as Nick Cannon. Yeah, maybe a tiny bit shorter. Maybe a tiny bit shorter. So, they're the most famous, probably the most famous Panthers player in history was Cam Newton. Um, I don't think this is Cam Newton, because Cam Newton is taller. Uh, Cam Newton, yada, yada, yada. And there have been other famous Panthers players. The most famous current Panthers player, I would argue, is Christian McCaffrey, who is the running back, uh, one of the best running backs in the National Football League, uh, and also someone who definitely does a lot of appearances and other things like that. So let's dive into the clues. First off, we have Hamlet and Macbeth. Macbeth, McCaffrey. Uh... We have the antlers on the mirror, which this is a rough guess, but I think he is a bit of a southern boy, so I think the the, That's the fair. hunting and the things hunting, like that yeah. makes sense. Um, then we had the whole thing about there are multiple different football clues in here. Uh, then we had learned from his father. His father was also a professional football player, playing for what team, Lauren? The Broncos. Uh-oh. The Denver Broncos. Uh, in addition, uh, the initial clue was a six on a helmet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our first clue was a, a six on a football helmet. Yeah. So this uh, Christian McCaffrey is about to go into his sixth season in the National Football League. Boom. I would say Christian McCaffrey right now is a solid guess. Maybe the best guess that's out there. I also just want to throw out Personally. there, you know, you brought out um, McCaffrey, Macbeth. Yeah. And I said Hamlet. Hamlet. Yes. Cam Newton. Cam Newton, former teammate of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like the X together. Like, they are yeah. teammates. I mean, running back works directly with the quarterback. Yeah. So, you know. You 100%. Know, you know? 100%. I know. Oh, I know. Plus, also, you know, just the, oh, putting this money in the quarter return. Like, 
giving back to the quarterback. You know, I don't know. Yeah. There's some. It felt like kind of transactional. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. I think yeah. For sure. Because I think they're sure. trying to like fool you into thinking it's a quarterback when it's not. I think so too. I think so too. And I think this is a Christian McCaffrey. I think Running that's a great guess for the Carolina Panthers. If I'm right on this one, I'm gonna be so excited. Actually, yeah, there's a chance I'm not, but I feel pretty good about it. All and right. I also, I also think they want you to think it's someone who's like who had a little more of a famous father because yeah. uh, Christopher McCaffrey's dad played football, but he wasn't super famous necessarily. Right. And obviously, you think of like the Mannings in football, and I don't think that's it. Yeah, because the Mannings are taller, <laughs> and Christopher McCaffrey's like five eleven, so it kind of fits perfectly for this. Yeah. Anyways, moving Anyways. on from Ram, moving on to our eliminated yeah. contestant. I guess I felt really good about and was wrong. Yeah, yeah. So you wrong. had a good guess, as proven by uh, one of the panelists who guessed. Um, let's talk about McTarrier. the fall of McTarrier. I'm crushed. I'm crushed and a little shocked. I am shocked Actually, really and shocked. appalled. So, okay. I think we could agree that... Uh, let's talk about Victoria's performance. Working yes. for the Weekend by Loverboy. Great song. I had a blast. He drummed at the beginning. He did he that did. for real. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. And he wasn't like the best of the night, but I would say he was like right in the middle. He was third. He was a solid third. I thought a clear third, personally. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. I, I don't think like there was... Like clear, dead middle of the road. There was no doubt that he I thought he was... he was safe for sure. Yeah. There was no doubt he was better than Cyclops. Uh, you could make an argument for Ram, but I think... I think, I think he McTerrier, was still better than Ram, especially with the drumming. McTerrier's, uh, McTerrier's vocals were stronger than Ram's. Yeah, I agree. For and sure. he did like some choreography. Like, he did. Yeah. I, so, performance was good. Uh, ended with a howl, which was fun. Oh. However, oh. conspiracy theory time yes. on the Who Is That The Mass Singer podcast. <sighs> More drama. This one feels like, act, like drama as in like we can make fun about it make jokes whatever yeah so even though i'm crushed yeah at the end of mcterrier's performance his mask fell off yeah he was just chilling and his mask fell off he, he like whipped around real quick or something yeah however it's very likely that you had a solid chunk of the audience who was able to see this person's face yeah even if they didn't know who it was it's like there's like 11 people didn't total yeah who know who these people are you know what i mean yeah. like a lot of the even like costumers stuff like that don't even know choreographers don't a lot of times don't know yeah. so it's such a small group of people that there's no way the mass singer would take that risk because when the people do finally get eliminated yeah it's like such a small group of people that actually see it you know what i mean like yeah. they sign extra forms um that there's no way if there was even a chance of it getting out way before this person was supposed to get out, yeah. like there's no way they would let that slide. Yeah. So I think that he was, because he wasn't like incredible because he wasn't the best person on that stage. Yeah. They were able to get away with just saying, Oh, he was eliminated. Yeah. I think that if this would have been thingamabob, they would have had to call it a disqualification. Yeah. But that's really what it was. I think. I, I think you have to be right because I just, there's no way. McTerry also was just a fun, like, a fun performer. Like, yeah. he wasn't boring. He would have been great to continue to have on the show. And and here's the thing. And he would, like, the accent, he was funny. Yeah. We're, we're going to talk more about who this person is. But 
normally the first person to get off or some of the first people to get off are some big names who we assume just don't want to be on there. We've yeah. had people like Busta Rhymes, Lil Wayne, people who are big names who are like, I'm doing this for my kids, now get me off. Yeah. This person is not that. Neither not Lauren a big nor I knew who they I'm were, sorry. in fact. So it, it, it makes me confused as to why, and especially with like the first episode, I feel like you kind of want to start off with a bang for sure. with who you get off. I think it, there's literally no explanation for me aside from the fact that it was too much of a liability for spoilers and they had to get him off. Do you think, and th- this is just a thought that's in my head right now, do you think that McTerrier was actually a replacement for one Rudy Giuliani? Huh. And that may- maybe they filmed the the rest of the season, assuming Rudy got out first. And then they were like, oh, no, there's so much else. backlash that we can't actually have him on the show. So they brought McTerrier on. They brought this person on. Had them, oops, fake unmasked or, so it would, yeah. they could justify getting eliminated. Yeah. that That's another level of Masked Singer conspiracy theory. It, well, it, and it could easily fall apart if we see Rudy Giuliani on one of these episodes. Yeah, I don't know. But I now that I think about that. Yeah, well, because that would have been a big first elimination no way he was going to be there for more than one episode that would have been huge that probably is what they were looking for and then it got leaked and then there was the backlash yeah and i wouldn't be surprised if we don't see rudy giuliani on this season i would have to imagine that's what happened yeah and you know it's like no matter who it was they would have had to get off first because they'd already shot everything else and or at least a decent amount i think this is the right level of celebrity that they could get quickly who also would like be not, okay with getting off. Yeah, and not anger too many people that they got off quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's fair. It, it just as who it is, you know, not the yeah. not the right. not the level of performance. Yeah. I think Oh man, that's might've, good. Might have nailed it in one, that's this guy. Good. We're your mass singer Seuss over here. That's why you listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> They're not talking about the conspiracies <laughs> for, 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 for conspiracy theories. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, so let's talk about some clues for McTerrier. Um, so he said he's always on the move. Um, let me see. There was a candle that kind of looked like a sparkler or something like that. Yeah. There was a tomahawk slash hatchet, maybe, that had a star on yep. it. There was a red cake made of roses. There was a gold record. He talked about taking a cat nap and going right up to the edge. Yep. Um, and then let me see. Um, some of also in the performance, there was someone like operating a jackhammer. There were wheelbarrows full of bones, a lot of construction type of things. Um, and then he talked about how he was commando under there. And he plays a lot of instruments to do his art, mm-hmm. which makes sense for who we now know it is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was convinced this was Flea. Yes. As was Robin, right? I Robin so. also said yeah. Flea, which is in, in hindsight, even in even in hindsight, is a good guess. Well, because even just like the red cake that could be red hot chili peppers, the flame, also that the drumming. <laughs> yeah, the dr- well, I mean, and he's the bassist, but yeah, still, but, like uh, multiple he's a instruments. Yeah, he might be able to play the drums. Who I, knows? And like, it's not like that was like a super difficult. Like, I'm sure he right. he's messed around on the drums, just you know, on the tour bus, and could sure. be able to do that. I, I thought I thought Lawrence Fleegas was good. I thought this could potentially even be a boy bander because yeah. it was a little bit of a different Just vibes, style. Yeah. But it, I could I could hear potentially a boy bander voice underneath there. However, we were both wrong. And uh, would uh, drum roll please for who this ended up being? 
gonna have to say it. I didn't write it down. <laughs> Duff Goldman. Duff Goldman. And if you don't know who Duff Goldman is, you're not alone necessarily. However, if you're a Food Network aficionado, you probably do. So yeah. uh, Duff Goldman is Done a pastry a chef, stuff. television personality, and cookbook author. Uh, on the Food Network TV show Ace of Cakes, that's his show. Um, he also, in fact, he has uh, his first uh, store, or uh, yeah, I guess store, is the Baltimore-based Charm City Cakes Shop. Um, and then his second is L.A., which is uh, Charm City Cakes West. Wow. So we will have to check that out. Yeah, probably not buy anything. Probably expensive. Probably pretty but. expensive. <laughs> but, you know, maybe maybe we could, since we talked nicely about Duff, he might give us a discount. He was good. He was good. good. We, we lo- once again, McTerrier was our favorite to start. and Yeah, like my favorite costume for sure. Yeah, and now it's, it's going to be definitely sad. I think, you know, the strong performances tonight, Thingamabob being so good and... Ram maybe being Christian McCaffrey saves it for me, but it's still disappointing. It's still I, disappointing. I, I, the more I think about it, if we don't see Rudy Giuliani, I have to assume that's my gotta be thought it. is correct. Because I mean, there's no way Rudy Giuliani was planning on being there more than one episode. No, no, no. way. No way he could. <laughs> no, right. Talent wise, I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. So yeah, let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you think happened to mcterrier why yeah. you think do you, you actually think, think he was the the wor- like deserved to go home yeah. i don't know maybe I mean, we're maybe our taste is off maybe. maybe we're losing it after the fourth season of doing this show four five six seven yeah fourth season plus plus mass dancer plus mass dancer so five. season five total season four of the mass singer have we lost it poll of the week <laughs> uh so Tell us in itunes reviews yeah yeah so coming up next week I assume we're going to have another 2-2-1 pairing. Uh, who only did one this week? Cuddly. It was Cuddly. So probably two Cuddly, and then two of either good or bad, and then one of the other. Yeah. And uh, I assume that's going to be the format, at least for the next two episodes. Yeah. I really hope that they shake up the groups, though. Like, I really hope that they don't go back to this same group of five, now four. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like that would defeat the point of, like... The whole team thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it would be cool to to mix and mash. And I I think with their format, they have the freedom to now. So I think it would be a shame to waste that. So yeah, Mass Singer season seven premiere, great oh. episode, really great insane episode. episode. It, yeah. I I gotta be honest. Like I think I'm more I excited was to the for screen. this season. I really was than I have been for like the last two. I agree. Yeah, especially like. Not last season, but season five, I feel like was the least memorable for me. I agree. You know, that, that was pig. Yeah. Just like not you... the highest caliber of talent compared yeah. to some other seasons. Yeah. And um, last season was good, but I, I think, I think this season's going to be, this it. season's going to be great. I think this season is going to be it. Uh, so that'll do it for us. Uh, once again, follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at who, who is, is that, that pod. pod. Uh, we'll be live tweeting next week's episode uh, on Thursday. probably Thursday, 8 p.m. Pacific time. Sorry for those of you East Coasters and in other yeah. parts of the world, but you but can look at our Jackson tweets Dad later. for liking our tweets anyway. Exactly. Uh, and that's all I have. Is that all you have? That's all. All right. Then we will see you next time on Who, who is, is that? that? The Mass Singer Podcast.